When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Tuesday, August 3rd. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we've got some fun things ready for you. We're going to sit down and have some royal tea with Julia and Lori. I'm guessing Lori's got some royal news for us. Julia's random thoughts. We've got an Olympic update. And, of course, one of our favorites for this hour, Hollywood Speak, is coming up. We got it. I didn't know if you were done, Grant, or not. Lori, you ended on the up speak on Lori, that one. Lori's yeah. crossing your eyes. Like, when is this ending? Yeah. Is this? Is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, then you said Julia and Lori. I know. I said that, and I was like, see Ooh, how it doesn't sound right. It just didn't flow. It right. doesn't flow. I'm okay with it. it yeah. I like to get first. She know. wrote it down. She gave you a check. You're like, in the yeah. That's that five dollars. But still, remember your remember like your initiation. You still have to get Kevin Costner on the. I know. You have you. Have some big, what else was on your Simone list? Simone Biles, get everybody vaccinated so we don't have to be starting wearing masks again. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm on that. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm promoting that every minute I can. I mean, so seriously, get your shots. Grant, you really, you've got some, you've got some work to do. I know. I okay, know, I know. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm Way ready to for plug it. me first, though. Today we got you to be a horse in a video with Lori <laughs> on Instagram. People are saying things like, uh, "I'm going to have nightmares." Poor Grant. <laughs> I, hey, I can't fun. believe I'm looking at this. Our new horsey Grant. It was fun. It was fun. It, we did it on the first take, so, you know, it's a very rough one. If we'd done it one more time, I would have had better. Oh, um, no. No, I think it was perfect. I think, I think so. I yeah. think. That was perfect. Yeah. Has HR been informed? When are you going right. to act your age? I mean, really? It's a <laughs> wink. Um, where are Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart to comment on this performance? Because they oh. have a... a Peacock. At, on Peacock, they do Olympic reaction show. Hilarious. They've been funny. Why is this so funny? We don't know either. Yeah. We don't know either. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. No. But anyway, all right. So Sarah Ferguson was okay. on Good Morning America this morning to promote her new book. Well, they had a busy day on GMA, but I'm noticing something very interesting about okay. Good Morning America, yes. ABC, owned by Disney, is they never post their clips on Twitter of things that they comment personally on is what I'm not even personally, but like um, Fergie, they don't, they don't even, first of all, she was on at the very end of the show. They did sandwich Stephen King after her, but like I'm talking 12 minutes to nine. Oh yeah. I don't even of the last segment of the show of the day, right? A lot of people like tune out after like eight 30, if it's not somebody good coming up. So she's on. And um, I mean, let me tell you that these Royals don't pull their weight. They're not all freeloaders. I will say this about Sarah Ferguson. 
She reinvents and reinvents. She has tried bribing out her husband. She's written children's books. She's done, I mean, she really does try kind of everything and everything. She's Um, only 61 years old. Oh, yeah. She looks older, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm she surprised. did not she's only use 61. sunscreen no, on she a regular didn't. basis yes. for sure. But um and she's red, she's fair and freckled. Yes. And they right. do age harder. <laughs> hey. No, well, that's <laughs> no, I'm just the kidding. sun I'm isn't as kind. Unless you really are diligent about it. Right. And um anyway, and so um TJ Holmes was interviewing her, and I mean it is a big no one ever brings up, you know. Prince Andrew, I mean, it's just like he's the elephant in the room and she's going on and on and talking about how, you know, women still need to take back their voice. There's lots of places where we're not heard. Um, And I just wanted to say, yeah, like all the women that have been accusing your ex-husband, Prince Andrew, like how he doesn't acknowledge Mm -hmm. that. I mean, he's lies despite the photographic evidence and everything has been taken away from him. His royal duties have been removed. Um, So they don't say anything. So it's just a really, I mean, I thought, well, no wonder she's writing historical fiction now because she has to historically fictionalize up her girl's father. She can't begin to deal with what a horrible person he truly was. And the other thing is, is, we didn't even talk about this because, Julia, I know your appetite for royal is not it's, it's what like it gone. should be. No, it is not. <laughs> what it should but be. It, it, is, it is what most people's are today. Okay, but Julia, Princess Eugenie, Sarah Ferguson's daughter with Andrew, you know, she's married to Jack Brooksbank. Yes, and a who few is he? Di- he's, he's from a banking aristocratic family. I don't know. Why are they in the news right now? Because a few... How do you feel? Let me set the stage. How your do you daughter, say? Your daughter just had a baby, okay, a five-month-old. Her husband is photographed partying on a yacht, surrounded by bikini-clad models uh, off a of Capri, and um, they're drinking rosé, and he's the only guy, and there are about five women in bikinis, and your wife is in England with the five-month-old. Darling, you've made a bad choice. Here's how Ferdy mm-hmm. described him. She was on the one show on the BBC. She called him her James Bond. And I thought, well, that that's not a good answer for somebody who's looking like James Bond on a yacht drinking rosé. Because right. we know what James Bond right. is. Doing. And then she said, he's just a superhero in my book. And I'm just like, she is in her place writing historical fantasy fiction because she's doing it right out loud with Tell her. me how you would respond if your daughter had a five-month-old baby and your son-in-law was, was on a yacht and you're being interviewed for something else you're promoting and they're going to ask you, well, how do you, did you see the photo of your son-in-law? I think I'm going to just have a little chat with him when we get home and just make sure that there, you know, wasn't any... James Bond activities going on. I would have made something, not called him James right. Bond. And Some sort of a, a joke superhero. out of her or something. Yeah. But I mean, she really is a fantasist. Well, in, I'm, in I'm on mind. Goodreads and the ratings on her book, Her mm-hmm. Heart for a Compass. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. that's her book. And mm-hmm. there's like two comments on it. And someone said, not sure of final grade. Um, and the other one said, in my opinion, the, this book was just mediocre. I went into believing I would be swept away. No. 
And what I got was a character I just couldn't find empathy with. Yeah. And Lady she's, Margaret. She's basically Lady Margaret is what she's told us. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think I think she would like to write more historical fantasy fiction. But I'm like, wow, lady. Okay, so, so that was like a big, huge thing that he was frolicking I didn't, on I yacht. kept seeing all this stuff about him. And I'm like, what did he do? Well, he's a new dad. Yeah. And you never want to see. That's just not in good taste. No, it isn't. Mm-mm. And then um, Dan Wooten, who's basically the, the mouthpiece for... Uh, the Daily Mail. Yeah, for the Daily Mail. But he writes always very pro-William and Kate. Yes. He wrote a column today about that animated series that's coming to HBO Max, The oh. Prince. Oh, that we talked about last week. Yes. Yeah. And um, he he wants... Harry and Meghan to speak up about and against the prince. Because and, it is the main character is their nephew. Yeah. Why wouldn't he make the point that William and Kate would protect their own son? Right. Why is it Harry and Meghan's situation to speak up when their son is being portrayed as the snide, snotty little kid who's being mean to everybody in the past. Right. Why wouldn't Harry... It doesn't make any sense right. to be mad at them about that. Does it? I don't Not think, at all. I don't no. think so. I Not think it's all. a parent's Why thing. Why won't like, they we, use their lawyers to protect their kid? Mm-hmm. Why isn't that the bigger thing? Uh, it's Listen, re- that paper always wants to point a finger at Harry and Meghan. Well, I, you know what I think? Because Gary Janetti, when he started this Instagram account, mm-hmm. The Prince, all of the snide, and he tried to scrub it all up, Going, if all you went sn- back, all of his snide comments were was that Harry and Megan and Megan. Yeah, all of them. Were. All of them. It was a hundred percent devoted. So mm-hmm. I think the Cambridges thought, oh, this is going to be on our side. Imagine how shocked they must have been to see how their children are right. being portrayed in this show. Right. And Orlando they could suck their lo- get their lawyers uh, on that. Yeah, they could. And Orlando Bloom, the only thing that that is a that is an interview from a year ago. Okay. From the Hollywood Reporter when right. this first got assigned, and Orlando Bloom is voicing one of the characters. Yeah. So, yeah, no one is coming forward to claim this show now that they realize, like, just oh how it might be really inappropriate making fun of an eight-year-old child. But uh, go ahead, future King of England, you could be saying something. Don't have your um, suffering succotashes at the Daily Look Mail. Look at you, suffering succotashes. <laughs> Yell Throw at your Harry brother and Megan. <laughs> I mean, your this is your, yeah, yeah, this I is your child. Her heart is a compass, Lori. Yeah, I know. Her heart is a compass. Honest, and, and her son-in-law is James Bond, literally on I, a yacht, frolicking with bikini-clad girls drinking rosé in the day. Look at the time. It's time for Random Thoughts. We gotta yeah, go. We're we'll be right back. Yeah, we, you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, Sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, it's National Night Out today in your neighborhoods. If you're having um, those happening, cheers to all of you. My neighbors told me that the party on Saturday night at Schuler's was our National Night Out. I love that. Because all your neighbors were there. I love that. That's pretty good. Um, I know you love the Swedish meatballs at IKEA, Lori. Yeah. Um, they are releasing a candle that smells like Swedish re- meatballs. Yeah. Kind of sounds be a good joke present, but IKEA store in a box is aimed at creating a sensory experience of visiting the store. So they're offering um this package, the meatball candles included in it as part of a sweepstakes. 
for the tenth anniversary of their yeah. um, loyalty pro. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's I, I mean, Ingebrigtsen's really is that that's the that's the king of the Swedish. That's meatballs. the king of the Swedish meatballs. But if I have to go to IKEA, I always think, well, I can always just grab some of those meatballs. Even though someone told me once, something once about those, and then don't I, yeah. don't repeat it. I won't because we like them. But the sauce kind of has a distinct sweat sock smell to it. Oh no, I love I love their gravy. I, <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. Sock. Okay, this is like I think one of my favorite randoms that we had in a long time. We'll be the judge of that. Greg, ducks today. ducks quack in different accents depending on where they're from. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's cool. Good. Yeah, that is I a good one. That, who would have thunk it? I thought that was good. And then here's a good little out of the blue. Quentin Tarantino's first job in Hollywood was, does anyone know? Didn't he work at a movie store? As an video? Elvis impersonator Ooh. on an episode of the Golden Girls in 1988. Well, he, you could have hit a lot with the wig and the glasses and the sideburns oh gosh and the costume look at you picking apart how he looks you could have hit a lot with the costume yeah no i'm just the protruding chin is that what you're saying you wouldn't have been able to see it so much if he had yeah he would have been young and he was so funny and maybe he didn't even need a wig maybe he had real dark hair and so they just needed the aviator glasses and the costume and then it was a good enough look from across the from across the pond Mm -hmm. okay so i was watching jason's show this morning and he has on this wonderful woman who talks wine all the time i can never remember her name but she's been on our show oh the wine diva yeah i don't know that's no no, but whatever you're talking about but she talked about because i know a lot of times people love the taste of wine but the non-alcoholic wine hasn't always been great in the past but like the na beer until the hairless dog until the hairless dog because they made it like beer yeah um and Zira is a range of organic and vegan alcohol. It's Z E R A, alcoholic um, food, free drink, excuse me, that contain neither sulfite or preservatives, but it's a grape that's made into a Chardonnay that's hasn't, supposed to be really good. Hasn't Luann talked about this? On Maybe. The show? I don't know. That it's I couldn't. Alcohol free rose. Rose, but this is called Z- Zira. Z E R A. And Jason tasted it in this. So Z E R A. Yeah. So I sent him a um, text today and just said, Is it really that yeah. good? And he said, Yes. Okay. So if people are looking for yes. something in between and love the taste of wine, but don't want to have the wine effects, Z E R A. We should have had a better name. Zeta. Yeah, maybe. Zeta. Say it like that. Zeta. Zeta. Yeah, we, at first it sounded like zero res. No, it's Zeta. <laughs> Zeta, today is also on National Grab Some Nuts Day. Hey-o. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's some nut facts if you want to know them, Lori. Not really. Who eats the most nuts? <laughs> America has more nuts than anywhere else. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 40% of the world's nuts are grown in the United States. Peanuts. Did you know that? Peanuts, almonds. Just, uh, yeah. Women eat more nuts than men. Pistachios. Pistachios. Uh, that's a pretty obvious, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Laurie. Yeah. I know. It. <laughs> the world record for crushing nuts by sitting on them was a guy in Japan crushed 122 nuts in under a minute. I remember growing up, and it was such a big thing at the holiday times. You oh, know, you have you'd, the, the nut in the nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And then my mom had like this pick, you know, that would get like the almond out of the casing yes. or whatever it was. Right. I mean, it was such a big deal to sit and I'm, crack those damn nuts. We worked so hard for food back in the day. What? And what? And yeah, that's really Remember seems that? like quaint now that we, you think about it. We, I say I steered clear of the nuts and went for things that didn't. We always it was just such a big deal. Yeah. Um, The I, largest nut in the world weighed over 50 pounds and it was called the Coco de Mir nut. So and like they a Brazilian only, it, Indian Ocean. Mm. And then grabbing a handful of nuts is good for you. I think so. That's what he said. Um, a study at Harvard found out that m- the more nuts you eat, the longer you live. Almonds have the most fiber, and macadamia have a lot of healthy fat. Mm-hmm. I if, love that. If you want a nutty, nutty nutter. Yeah. You nutty nutters. Um, okay, so other things that are happening today, if that's, you want to know. That's uh, our cue to wait breathlessly. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so I'm much. Hold my breath. Yeah. On that one. Um, you know, we've been kind of obsessed with um, Elizabeth Holmes and the Theranos blood test gal and her Theranos. Theranos, you know, her whole thing looking like Steve Jobs in the black turtleneck and scamming everybody to buy that her blood test was valid in one prick. She could test everything. Yeah. Well, it was just the trial starts. Finally, at the end of August, August 31st, and it was postponed this year because she got unexpectedly pregnant. And they just, prosecutors just learned that they are going to be able to um, use key witnesses in this trait, in this um, case, and potential witnesses for the prosecution include several customers. Um, Brittany Gold of Mesa, Arizona, told the Wall Street Journal that Theranos' trademark finger prick test indicated she was going to lose her unborn child. Two other claim they received false HIV positive results. Mm-hmm. Another received a test that failed to detect a dangerous um, pregnancy. Another retired dentist, he received a test that inaccurately indicated that he could have aggressive prostate cancer. I mean, she was so, she knew what she was doing was so wrong. We're obsessed with this lady, Grant. Yeah. And so that's going to be starting. I feel like nothing is going to happen to her. She's really she got all the money. She's going to pay a fine. I want She's something got to happen to lawyer. her. She's paid all kinds of money. They're going to, you know, please. This is, I mean, she should go to jail. Martha Stewart had to go to jail. Damn. No kidding. I hope she goes to jail. Yeah. She, I mean, she. I don't, I don't uh, trust You don't that trust she it? Will. All right. Here's something to trust. On August 30th, it's the last day to see 007 movies on Netflix. They're going somewhere else. No one knows where, but we heard that the new James Bond movie is going to be a continuation of the 2006 Casino Royale movie. So if you want to see that, you have till the end of the month to see that. Right. So they're both leaving. Quantum yeah. Leap. And Quantum of Soul and Casino Royale are leaving that lovely thing. Go ahead and threaten us. 
We're fine. I loved that Casino Royale. I thought, yeah, I that, thought was that was good. really, really good. I thought it was good. Um, let's see. Other things to tell you about, Lori, is a big story that I can't Again, tell you about. breathlessly waiting. Well, I have all this vaccination news. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I wish... I wish Vaccinations are would... up. People are getting vaccinated. Oh, they okay. are up. They're up for um, significantly this week around the country, up 73%. That's because the, they are going to have news. to. New York City is going to require proof of vaccination at indoor activities beginning in September because they want to get Broadway back up. They want to get people out and about in communities that have been so mm-hmm. hurt by mm-hmm. the COVID. Yeah. So you're going to, that's going to be something. And we talked about this earlier. Just talk to your doctor if yep. you have any skepticism, if mm-hmm. you're worried about it. Talk to somebody mm-hmm. who's been your doctor for a long time. Her and cousins from the Vikings on. is going to cause a big problem for the twins if you're reading the sports page. That, it doesn't the play for the Vikings? The, for Vikings. the Vikings. Yeah. There's a lot of players right now that the the head of the Vikings are concerned with that aren't being vaccinated. A lot of yeah, Vikings players. I mean, it's like uh, we put in laws for drunk driving. Let's get going, people. Come on. Come Just on. Talk to your doctor. Talk to You're right. Talk to your doctor. All right, Grant, what's happening in the traffic world? And let's talk about what happened yesterday, which we knew yesterday morning. We knew uh, going into it. Casey, I watched it anyway. Love this uh, gal on the gymnastics U.S. team, Jade Carey. Yeah, she was the girl who they really thought would do great on the vault, and normally, and then she had a slip up the day before, but she unexpectedly won a gold in the floor exercise. And I, I don't know what her dad is the coach, and he was right there. It was so sweet. It's so sweet, and she stepped up in all these different things, and she. She does the least glam. She's the only girl that doesn't. She doesn't do the false eyelashes. And I don't know that that Grace McCollum did, but there's a stoicism kind of about her that's really sweet. But she won the gold. And even though I knew going into it like everybody last night, it was still really fun to watch. And I really love the... Because the one thing about these Olympics, we have not seen a lot of other countries. If they don't no. go right around when right. the U.S. people go, you don't see them. But the Italian girl who did the floor to the uh, Andrea Bocelli song, it oh, was, was so it? beautiful and dramatic and wonderful. She's 30. Wow. So they had gymnasts doing the floor from 16 to 30. That's, kind of that's pretty cool. He's very amazing. They had, well, I had taped yesterday's during the day because when I left for work yesterday, there was the um, the new term, not synchronized swimming, but artistic oh, swimming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. How those women can keep their bodies straight up with their toes pointed and underwater for no, so long. No, they show that at night? No, it was the best stuff. I taped it yesterday because that stuff is good. I hate watching beach volleyball. I'm with you, Lori. Yeah. I hate watching basketball. This crap's on all year long. I, Why do we have to watch in the Olympics golf on Sunday? You watch golf on Sunday anyway. I, I, yeah. You know, I'm so with you, Grant. We're like poo-pooing these sports. I'm like, they're showing heat after heat after heat in track. I'm bored. Why don't they clip up and show the stuff, other stuff that, I don't know. I, the artistic some, swimming was, is it's so beautiful and it's so amazing how long they can hold their breath. Yeah. Well, I mean, the NBC is getting just slammed for their coverage, for showing replays, but not doing the replays in prime time and um, how much 
they blab about the sponsor. Now, I think NBC pays a lot of damn money or whatever. And, I mean, Mike Chirico is trying his best in that primetime thing. I know. But he's so likable. But it's just, I don't know. It's just, they're doing, it's really weak. Did, did you notice today, If well, probably not, on Facebook today, first time in a long time, instead of just headlining it with who won, they now, hey, here's results they're giving you spoilers because that's where I would always see it would be like NBC locally here. Care 11 right. or whatever would yeah. say who won what. At least today, for the first time in a week of this Olympics, they headline had the headline of whatever the event was, you know, results are to come. So click with caution. You yeah, know, at least finally. they have that going. Finally, the finally, first finally, time today. All the way in. And, you know, the, the fact that they have Steve Kornacki in his rumpled pants doing the leaderboard for I, the medals. When this is a game, initially where I feel, that was funny. It was. I thought it was funny for two days. Right now, because he just, always oh. says the election leaderboards and all the leaderboards with things. I thought that was funny for two days. Right, but then no, not. It any- just feels frazzled and not very fun. I don't know. Like they're late. Like it's lazy. Like they don't have enough people there. They're not putting enough thought into being more creative with how they're. Sh- and I'm like, well, this is why their audience is down. Because, well, last night in between the gymnastics and like there was like one heat and I think swimming was over. They had heat after heat after oh. heat of the running. We just want to see the finals show us stuff from the daytime. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to see all the prelims up to it. But I mean, anyway, I was it was fun seeing the gymnastics, but I sure would have liked to have seen more than five. Yep. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about, I think, all you saw. And then Simone Biles, she's on tonight, the beam. The results are out there. We're not going to say anything no. that happened. The I guess uh, so far, who's won the Olympic Village for partying? No surprise to anybody. The Aussies. <laughs> oh. The Aussies, the rowing and rugby team left behind destruction in Olympic Village. Uh, apparently, did their cardboard boxes collapse? All the cardboard, the cardboard beds, beds are broken. There was vomit everywhere, holes in wall. <laughs> and at one point, the team mascots, uh, an emu and a kangaroo, went missing for a week. And they were in the German part of Olympic Village, Deutschland. <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's funny. They, that I mean, seriously, that mm-hmm. was the only funny thing That's about funny. it. And then, um, yes, the, the Australian Olympic Committee chief said it was very disappointing. And Rugby Australia had to launch an investigation because Japan Airlines sent a written letter, the airline, to the Australian Olympic Committee about how rowdy the rowing and rugby teams were on their way home from Tokyo oh, to Sydney. funny. Disorderly funny. behavior. I yep. mean, when an airline mm-hmm. writes a letter, you know it's yeah. going to be bad. Yep. Anyway, but they recovered the emu and the kangaroo from the German <laughs> village. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I kind of like knowing that. Yeah, well, we yep. see Bruce Springsteen's daughter, Jessica. Uh, she was... Um, Will we? I I don't know. She get you know. There we already. I know what happened to her today, but I don't know if they'll show. Yeah, it I don't tonight. know if they're planning on showing it yet. See, this should would be something that they could show for something different, right? Yeah, as Julia says. How ah. much can you see of the same sports that we know? Right. Well, and on that note, too, like, and I just wanted to bring this up, but like wrestling tonight, our oh. local gopher guy Gable Stevenson yes. is going to be going up for his first round. 
at uh, getting his crack at Olympic gold. And will they show that? They sh- yes, they will. They it's, will show that. It's on, I've been watching it on the the wrestling has been on mostly um, the Olympic channel. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is a big deal for Minnesota. You know, we obviously Suni Lee and everything, but. Gable Stevenson from the Gophers has some big expectations, and tonight he'll be on tonight at 9 p.m. tonight for his first quarterfinal performance, and I'm real excited to see him Oh, all right. And, and you're right. The Olympic Channel has had some of these things. Yeah, some of the more unique stuff. If yeah. you go to the Olympic Channel, that's where I'm finding they're kind of shifting. Like but that. it's so odd they're not putting it on the NBC. four hours of prime right? time. Oh, it's so boring. Like. NBC, yes. you actually have to, you could watch another show for two hours and then go back and just fast forward through all this right. endless right. Uh, stuff that you're just like, I don't know. It, it seems like the weakest M- coverage ever. It's terrible. It's just whatever you find is what you get. There's yeah. no like real like layout or here's what to expect or just it's kind of you turn it on and this is what I'm stuck with. Well, the sprinter who's on the verge of becoming the most decorated Olympic female runner in history, it's Allison Felix, and she is competing in her fifth Olympics, if you can believe she it. she the one with the beautiful long black hair? Yes, I believe so. I mean, she looks gorgeous. If if she wins, does all her wins, she will tie Carl Lewis for the most medals by uh, Team USA track and field. She's 35. She's won six golds, three silvers since she made her debut in 2004 in Athens. Wow. 2004. She's set to run in the 400 meter and then also the 400 by 400 relay and the 4 by 400 mixed gender relay which is that new this year Grant or Julia do you know I have no idea I never the saw mixed that gender, before. yeah I heard that I'll check right now Yeah we I've never heard that it. before yeah, either yeah. They did it in swimming too Yes the 4 by 400 yes. they had the Yes and it was I've like never heard I've of never this. seen that before either but anyway Al she's got kind of an amazing story Athleta is her sponsor and um she left Nike for Athleta because she wanted to have childcare grants for mothers who are athletes because she has a child. And You're she's, right. And she's You're right. the one who left yes. N- Nike. Yes, yes. So she has kind of an amazing story, but she had a, you know, preemie baby, and that's what, you know, that's her, she's an Olympian, and she spoke out against Nike because they cut her pay after her daughter was born. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. She wrote a scathing New York Times op-ed oh, dear. piece. And she's like, uh, I'm an elite athlete. And, you know, they, would I yeah. be treated this way if, if I, was I a wasn't a mother? Right. Yeah. You're so right. So anyway, she's kind of a, she's a, a, got a cool story. And she wants to use her voice and platform um, just on inequalities facing um the black maternal mortality rate and that for people who are athletes and, you know, they've, they're like, I can be an athlete and a mom too. Right. You know, right. Cause there's that thinking, you know, you can either be one or the oh, other. Exactly. But men get to be both. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm cheering for her uh, tonight. And then Caleb Dressel was everywhere this morning. Mm-hmm. With um, his darling wife and his mom and dad. And his beautiful traps were covered up. And he <laughs> said Michael Phelps uh, mentored him during the Olympic Games. Because, Which I love. Uh, he, um, he said he, he texted Michael Phelps more than he did his wife. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. love that. Well, yeah. Michael was there. I think that's fantastic. I know. Have you noticed how many Olympians have the Olympic rings tattooed uh, on them? Yeah. Already. I mean, wouldn't you Already. though? Like, but they might have competed before. 
or is a thing to go in. Or motivation mean, to look at it and see it, never I, give Simone up. Simone Biles has yeah. it, Caleb Dress. I mean, I'm really like, they all, that's the thing. It looks like mixed gender relays are a new thing this year. It They're is. making their debut in the Tokyo Olympics, and there is a lot of hype around it. Yes, so it's not only in track, it's been swimming and yeah, this is the first time from what SportsIllustrated.com okay. is saying right here that they're making their debut. Very so. cool. I like that. All right, listen. Um, well, when we come back, we're going to uh, Hollywood speak if we knew about gold medaling in rosé. All right. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, Julia. Sarah Jessica Parker, who's shooting the reboot and just like that in Manhattan, uh, was on the rooftop of a maybe her apartment building right. or her, her right, right, town right. home that she lives in. She was in rolled up jeans and a pair of SJP Sparkle Mary Janes, and she just said it's such an honor to be awarded two gold medals and the Europe Rose Trophy from the 2021 New York International Wine Competition. Good for her. I didn't even know that she was in the wine business. Neither did I. In, vi- in vivo. X. Vivo X SJP. Yeah, I mean, she, she signs really all of her instas X SJP. Yes, like yes, she's so um, charmingly kind of out of it, cool that it's like it's still a letter. Yeah, you know. Oh, I love it. Yes, Th- that's what that means. I think that's, that's what, very that's cute. What the X, so and and, and she, Vivo is the name, but yeah, she sells um, every month. They donate. The um, proceeds to um, children's school um, nationwide. They feed on the ground giving partners 37,500 meals a month. So they give back. But here's what it is. It's crisp. It's fresh and vibrant with subtle berry notes. Mm -hmm. The final blend was created over an afternoon of tasting with SJP. Well, I think that this was a good idea of her to jump on the back of the Olympics. I did it today with Lady Exercise. Yes, I think it it is. To get her rosé name out there, Grant. Now we know. Yes. In vivo. In vivo. X, SJP. I love terrible it. Terrible name. Yeah. I really love it. I don't care. Name. I love terrible. it, though. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. And yeah. now we know about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jenna Dewan. She was on, um, of course, a podcast. And she was talking about uh, her her child, her first, her first child right. that she had with Chanum. Right. And she said this. About Shannon. Uh, she said that he wasn't available because of his work schedule. Magic Mike had become a yes. guest the year before. And she was all on her own because daddy was working on the pole while Jenna was taking care of their child. And it was really hard, quote unquote, for her. Why does she want us to know this right now? Because they, on the podcast, what's the difference between your first and second baby? Oh, because now she's in love with this new guy and he was around. And he's around for the baby. He's around for the baby, yeah. Why didn't Chanum, here's what I, why didn't Chanum merge, use the baby as a weight? What do you mean? You know, doing lifts. Oh, using it as lift overheads. weights, right. Why couldn't so he been he, around? Was he on the film set filming Magic Mike when this baby was born? Eh. He remember in an interview he said before he should train to become a better actor so he can work out less since many yes. of his roles he has to be, to all be working up, out all the time. Yes, buffed up yes. hot piece. So yes. according to Jenna, while Channing was lifting weights, he wasn't doing any lifting when it helped it came to take care of the baby. So I just came up with the solution. 
lift and, the baby. Yeah. Well, and when they're really little, Lori, it's hard to lift. You know them that what? Fast. I think I, I think the Hollywood speak on this, Julia, is um, when unless like you're unless the dad is like in the military or like a wildfire fighter fi- firefighter or something like that. I think it's very difficult for a first child for someone to be alone with the baby. I think Absolutely. Connie West and Kim, he was right. never around for the babies. Right. Never, ever You know, around. companies, because a friend of mine in my tennis team, she's um, in HR at a big company in town. They are offering now. Father. Father. P- paternity. Paternity, leave. 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. 16 weeks. Wow, that's amazing. 16 weeks. So companies are really coming up to bat to mm-hmm. give the men the leave as well. I, cause, and she, Cause I guess in the interview, she just said she just had a lot of anxiety because, of course, baby was alone. Alone and yep. the first one. Yep, I believe it. Yeah. So, uh, not as, you know, not a surprise that they nope. broke up. And they broke up when the little girl was like four. Little Everly. Sad. Okay, uh, here is another one. Glad is, is, is issued a statement about all the chatter this week about Matt Damon okay. and opened his mouth. And apropos of nothing, just decided to give his team a big PR headache by trying to be the smartest guy in the room. That's what I think he does with these stories. Is he just tries to be so smart? Yeah, I think he was humble bragging about his daughter and he told this story about how... He used the F word. And she schooled him. Schooled and- him on that. And he said, I used it as a joke. And then then he issued a statement, not an apology, where he then used that F word in the, in the statement two more times. I mean, just... I just am so... I get what Matt is saying about being 50 and growing up in Boston and using that. But we all learned about that word, like... Way long ago, just like uh, people say, now you're so gay, you know, like when right. people used to say that. Right. And anyway, uh, anyway, so now he's just, he's... Hasn't he apologized again? No, he never apologized. He issued a statement okay. basically saying the reporter got things wrong. And he, I would love to hear what the reporter said. He just, GMA did a little, they did a little story about how, how he, Matt Damon mansplained Harvey Weinstein to people. Oh, Uh-oh. oh yeah. There's a difference between patting a woman on the rump and rape. Oh. He actually said uh. that. Oh, no. Oh, no, no I'm telling you, the guy went to Harvard, but he is a nightmare when it comes to going and giving interviews because he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yep. So Glad spoke out on all this chitter chatter about how and when did he use it, whether he's recently retiring it and you know, Damon said he didn't retire because he's never hurled it at anyone. But anyway, to the folks at Glad, it's irrelevant because the end game is the same. They just want people to be accountable right? whenever they use the word. Sure. Basically, okay. they said he wasn't accountable in his story. Even, right. Because it was just a few months ago. Yeah. Oh, man. That he Damon. learned not to oh, use Matt that. Damon. I know it. So anyway, uh, Matt, don't. Try and think so much about your Harvard education and the fact you won an Oscar when you're 24. <laughs> Play it cooler with the interviews, all right? Um, okay, uh, here's another one for you. The baby has finally apologized two weeks after the homophobic rant, and he's lost booking after booking oh. after booking. He performed at Rolling Loud and ended up offending a lot of people 
when he was on stage because he went off on gay people and HIV positive people and he went on and on and on. Of course, it's all. And instead of apologizing immediately and thoroughly, he apologized for being real. That was apology number one. Oh, gosh. Then I'm sorry I was me. Yeah. And then Elton John, all kinds of people. Then he issued a, you know, Dua Lipa, who's on Levitating. They all said something. It got so bad. I mean, he lost Lollapalooza, Governor's Ball, a Las Vegas festival. Finally, the publicist got through to the baby. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And uh, he said, uh, I basically, he, people had been trying to get in touch with him and educate him, and they were yelling oh, at him, God. and he's just like, Somebody wrote it for him, but I'm sure he is feeling really oh. like an idiot because he yes. was, this was so mishandled. This shows you the difference. This is why a and he's crisis. being dumped by a lot of festivals as a result. Yep. And he just didn't get it. People sometimes yep. are, people Black that are, they're their- big stars and they have too many people saying, don't worry, you kept, you know, kept it real instead of somebody going, Whoa, this is going to be disastrous. Exactly. When you have Elton John and your singing partner, Dua Lipa and Madonna all coming at you yeah. within 24 hours because you, your first thing was, hey, man, I was just being real. Yeah. Oh. Do, do Hollywood publicists keep tabs 24-7 or is it like they damage are, control? They, okay. they crisis yes, people. They do. His manager might have said, hey, we can hire somebody, you know, for right. $50,000. We'll try, you know, and get this. Because like in athletics, there's been a few athletes in the past who can't keep their actions to a make them to do good things so right. they have babysitters like right. teams will pay player right. people to literally babysit these guys 24 hours a day yeah i'm just curious if he needs one of those yeah yeah and then he in his apology he did say that people were publicly working against him but i mean it's not publicly working against you when it takes you two weeks to own but, up to, to that to you what really screwed up own up to the screw up yes then you can move on Oh, Laurie. Oh, the baby. Well, I'm glad the publicist got a hold of the baby. <laughs> <laughs>